0: You may not know this, but if you've been around for a while, then maybe you do. Math is actually my favorite subject. I sure do love all things literacy, but math is also my jam, so why not merge the two? So today we are diving into ways that you can embed literacy into word problem practice. If you are responsible for teaching math or if you are interested in bringing math into your literacy block to support your students when it comes to comprehension, discussions, and writing, you will wanna hang around. I will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Are you ready for another episode of the Literacy Dive podcast? I am super excited to be chatting about math today, more specifically word problems, and how I can provide opportunities for writing practice and comprehension alongside using them. Task cards are so handy to be bite-sized practices for your students. I always loved including math word problems into my literacy teaching routines. Now, I was a self-contained teacher who was responsible for teaching all content areas to my class. And so I looked for any and every way to double dip and to merge subjects together to get the most bang for my buck and to allow my students to engage with the content at hand. Whether you are also a self-contained teacher or a departmentalized teacher who is only responsible for English language arts and reading, this implementation will work for you as well. Now, word problem task cards are great to discuss vocabulary and to pull out language. They require students to understand what is happening in that tiny, tiny short story. They have to determine the best way to arrive at an answer, which is problem solving at its finest. Now, what I've learned is that many kids do actually enjoy math. When it comes to reading, when it comes to writing, that enjoyment piece seems to disappear. So I like to use the fact that kids typically do enjoy math to my advantage of getting students submerged into language. I find that doing this also enhances their problem-solving ability and does improve their overall math skills because they're gonna begin applying the deeper thinking and connections to the word problems they're doing. So why not give it a try? So once again, I love using word problems to support literacy components, and today I'm going to share four ways that you can move beyond the word problem and problem solving and practice reading and writing skills. So let's dive into that. Number one, a quick write. You can add math task cards to your writing center. There are no rules about a writing center. You can put whatever you want to put inside of it, inside of it. So to do this, you're going to offer a few task cards at a time for students to choose from. Your students will still solve the word problem, which is spiraling some math practice into the literacy block, but they will take it one step further and complete a quick write about it after solving it. Now, these quick writes are not to be long and drawn out or super time-consuming. Students can make a quick connection, list facts, share an opinion, make a prediction, anything like that pertaining to the task card, and it's meant to be quick. To ensure that they are not long, I suggest handing out an index card or half sheets of paper, including that inside of your writing center, and the fact that it's not an entire page being handed out will be a relief to kids. Now, if you choose to not put this in a writing center, but you just wanna do this quick write to math problems, totally fine to do that too. You can hand out those index cards, hand out those tiny slips of paper, and students can do this for a few minutes at some point within your day. If you do like this idea of a quick write, you can also make a quick write math journal. To do this, you're going to simply cut pieces of paper in half, add a colorful piece of cardstock as the book jacket or the cover front and back, and you're going to staple it together kids can use that specific quick write math journal that's going to keep and house all of their quick writes that they do when it comes to word problems. Now, as kids fill out their journals, they can create new ones and watch their writing grow throughout the year. It is so much fun to be able to watch and see, whoa, I did a lot of writing throughout this school year. So if you too are wanting your students to have as much writing practice as possible, this might be the perfect solution for you. Now, before I move on to the next one, let's dive into some examples of possible quick writes pulled from the word problems. Now, I know that sometimes I am a, okay, this sounds great, but can you give me an example? So I'm going to give you a few. So in this conversion word problem, I'm going to read it for you. The vet tells Adam that his kitten weighs seven pounds. The scale shows the kitten's weight in ounces. What weight does the scale show in ounces? Now here, they're going to have to practice their conversion skills, but when it comes to the quick write, a follow-up would be, would you rather have a large cat, like from the wild, or a tiny cat, like domestic, as a pet? Explain why. So from here, they're having to do some thinking, apply their opinion of what they would rather have, and they're explaining their answer in a way that is non-threatening, kind of fun, and then they can be able to share that with a friend. Anytime you can do a would you rather or like a this or that, that is going to be super easy for kids to be able to participate with, and then they can share their thinking for why they chose one over the other. Now, from one of the multi-step word problems, it reads, Maggie's family was going to the beach for vacation. The entire trip would be 954 miles long. Mom drove 276 miles on Wednesday, 399 miles on Thursday, and drove the rest of the miles on Friday. How many miles did mom drive on Friday? So here, they would simply do a quick practice of solving it, but a follow-up quick write for this could be, right about a time you went on vacation. Where did you go and what did you do? This is, again, something that kids can draw from their experiences. They can share about something really fun like a vacation and they can just simply tell where they went, what they did, and they can be able to share it aloud or share it with one or two friends. I'll share one more example and this is coming from a fraction word problem. It reads, there are several straws, different lengths, in a hat. Kelly pulled three straws and wrote down the lengths. One straw was one-eighths inch long, the second straw was three-eighths inch long, and the third straw was four-eighths inch long. How long in inches are Kelly's three straws combined? So here's a little bit of practice that your students can do. And then the quick write could be, List the many ways a straw can be used. So for this one, students are going to be thinking about a straw, all the many uses for it, and they are going to design a list for you. So when it comes to the quick write, it's all about them being able to write, sometimes related to a genre, or just being able to write a sentence, a list, or a couple of sentences describing something. And I like to have students practice the word problem too, but you don't have to actually do the word problem at all. You could opt to just read the word problem, get them thinking, and then have them quick write. But again, if it's just one word problem and it gives your students the extra practice, I do recommend having them solve it and then do a quick write about it. The second idea I want to share with you is a quick discussion. Now, this is basically the oral version of a quick write the ones that we just talked about that are actual writing. Now, you can use this quick discussion during your warm-up or mini-lesson. You will read the math task card and go deeper with reading comprehension here. You can discuss the setting, the characters within the problems, and more. Just like above when I was mentioning about which cat would you like, a domestic or a cat in the wild, that is a great opportunity to talk about the word domestic or to categorize different cats that you would see in the wild. So you can definitely use these task cards solely for oral discussion. I love this because it takes away the pressure of actually writing, so if you do have students who don't enjoy writing or writing is a bit tricky for them, they can still participate, they can still share their thinking, they can still go deeper with the text by way of orally responding. When I made the choice to learn to look past a task card as just a quick task but rather see it as a learning opportunity for literacy, I started having a ton of fun with using these. Now, This is as simple as reading a task card on fractions or conversions. Different children will have different lengths of string, let's say. A follow-up could be, what do you think they are going to do with that string? Now, depending on the lengths, you can take it a step further in their inferencing and predictions to determine the likelihood of if that actually could be something they could do with the lengths of string that they have. There are many reading skills that support word problems, so we use them to our advantage all the time. Since this is more focusing on the oral discussion and not so much the written discussion, this would be an awesome time to actually take the word problem you're working on, solve it together as a guided practice as a class, and get the students involved with answering it or sharing what to do next, solve it together, but then allow them to do this oral discussion at the end. So again, use your task cards intentionally to pull out a variety of vocabulary, Ask your students, okay, in this task card, they just said that the snake was ginormous. What's another word for ginormous? What could that mean? So now you're having them think about synonyms. Or you could say, this snake was ginormous. What would the opposite of a ginormous snake be? And now they're focusing on the antonyms. So you can pull in grammar skills, you can pull in reading skills, all by way of a math task card. The third strategy I wanna talk about is a quick explanation. Now the focus here is for the kids to actually write the process that's used to solve the problem. Now this is a great writing response because it teaches another person how to actually solve it. My last episode on this podcast, episode 47, was all about promoting higher order thinking and this activity definitely aligns with strengthening higher order thinking skills. So when having students write a quick explanation, they are able to practice those transition words that you have spent so much time teaching. They are now intentionally practicing sequential or procedural writing, which we know isn't as heavy of a focus like narrative writing or expository writing. So having students write out the steps and processes to solve is more helpful than you would know. So this falls under a quick explanation and that's just having students really focus on explaining the steps to solve. And nothing more. Their sole focus is on explaining how did you get from the word problem to the answer and you want to encourage them to use what they did first, next, last, and so forth. The last activity I want to share are quick examples. Kids can write their own word problems for you to use for extra practice. This is one of my favorite things to do with kids when it comes to math word problems and writing. Now, let me ask you this. How often are you looking for additional word problems or you're having to create those word problems yourself? You can now encourage authentic practice by having your students write their own word problems and they actually love this more than you know. What's even better is that each week I would select one or two of the student-created word problems to be a bonus on their math quiz. Kids loved making them with the hopes that they would see their amazing word problems on our quiz and instantly score some additional points. But that's not it. I would also add a math word problem onto reading or grammar quizzes. This would allow me to focus on true mastery of a reading or writing skill with something different than a reading passage or a writing prompt. It would all derive from a math word problem, a simple two to three sentence word problem. This also supports higher order thinking in the creative realm, so it was a win-win to implement. Typically, I would give my students a structure like they would see me giving them a word problem or they would practice a word problem from one of their past quizzes. I would then tell them the type of word problem I wanted, whether it was multi-step, whether it was financial literacy, whether it was fractions. They would then have to use the structure of the problems that they were already practicing and seeing and doing, and then they would create a brand new word problem for me. I loved using these because it took away my pressure and guesswork of having to try to find them or make them up. I could just use what the kids made for me. And they loved making them with the hopes of seeing their word problems on the screen or on a piece of paper. Their eyes would light up with this. And so why wouldn't I want to encourage them to continue doing this type of practice for me? But the best part, it encouraged them to write. They had to write these word problems correctly. They had to look at grammar. They had to look at punctuation because we know as writers that depending on how you write something, it holds meaning and it holds value. So they were actually having to edit and they were having to revise. But the word problem was so short that it was manageable and it was excellent practice for them. So all in all, there are so many ways to use math task cards, and incorporating writing is a favorite practice of mine, and I hope that you will try it by one of these four ways. Task cards remove the traditional paper-pencil worksheet approach, and these can be used within literacy or math centers as a rotation activity. But these task cards can also be used for additional review practice for a morning or afternoon routine, as a math warm-up, for tutorials, for extended practice, as a scoot review game that encourages kids to get up and move around the room. They can be used easily by a sub when you're away. Task cards are golden, especially if you use them intentionally and use them for the worth and value that these math word problems bring into your literacy block. If you are interested in trying this out, I would love for you to check out a set of math word problem task cards that are designed specifically for this type of writing and comprehension practice. You can find the link to them in the show notes, and these nine sets of task cards will provide you with 240 opportunities for math, reading, and writing practice. If you try one of these methods that I've mentioned today, the quick write, quick discussion, quick explanation, or quick examples while incorporating math word problems, let me know because I love hearing from you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will dive into a new topic with you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at the literacy dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.